listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank with Corey, Derek, and JK3. And we're going to skip right through the intro because, Derek, we need to hear from you. You are the... Man. Man. The what? Man. <laughs> I really like we need to myself. We need to put some like ether, like some music in the background, like the either that or who shot you by Biggie. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, the divorce happened, Derek. The one you predicted, it occurred. Man, um, like if we could say what we wanted to say on here, we want to keep it PG. But I would definitely quote Tupac. Uh, he's got a song, and it says, first off, and y'all know the rest of the words to that song." Uh, that's what I would say to Urban Meyer. You have damaged our team. Your antics have um, really put a stain on this city. And it's not like we didn't need that a young quarterback that's gotten off to the wrong foot all because of your, your whatever it is that you do. You got family trying to come to your defense, not even trying to hear that crap. Okay. You know, it's true. Okay. Don't even, don't even say that junk. And bottom line, I I said a year or two, someone posted on Twitter, 13 games must equal a year or two. You right. It does. (laughs) And he's gone. He's gone. (laughs) He's gone. Um, No, it's not like, you know, you you know, it like, oh, I just sources or inside info. No, it's not about that. Studying the track record. Look at the dude. Look at Buddy. Look at what he's done at every stop. Every stop. And it's gotten uglier. It was ugly in Florida. It was kind of, you know, it's funny. I remember even at Utah when he got to Florida, there were some things, rumblings from Utah. So, and then at Florida, it was ugly. Ohio State, it was definitely ugly. And now in Jacksonville, it's like just psycho. Ugly. Yeah, psycho. <laughs> so, it's nothing, it ain't nothing, ain't nothing to it. I just, at the end of the day, man, we got a young team. We got a young QB. And our owner exposed our team to that crap uh, that was supposed to be a dream hire. Yeah, I thought, hey, he's players coach, he'll buy it, get people to buy. It. I didn't know you were going to go around kicking people, <laughs> looking up with co-eds at bars. So let's see. Let's run through it. JK2, let's run through it real quick. All right, right let's, let's run through it. Okay, so he didn't kick someone. Well, start. You got to start at the top with before before we even get into it. <clears throat> I will say that unlike, you know, half, it, it, and it seems like everybody that called 1010 today, everybody that was on spaces, everybody did all this stuff. Not one person had the wherewithal to say that they were excited about the hire. Everyone now all of a sudden is speaking in hindsight. And I will go on record and say that I was absolutely excited about the hire. Yes, I can sure. say that. I was excited about the hire. I was excited about, you know, some of the, um, you know, offensive things that we kind of imagined. I um, was excited about, you know, the possibility of, you know, ETN or, you know, someone playing that Percy Harvin role. You know, I was excited to see, you know, that high powered offense, you know, and somebody try to, you know, maybe like an NFL style that could have probably transcended you know, from the college to, to the NFL with, with some of the scheming and things like that, that he was doing. So I will say that I was excited for Urban Meyer. I was very, very, very excited. Uh, I, I thought it was a, 
a, a, a slam dunk hire. I thought it was something that was going to get us into the national media for the right reasons. Uh, and it actually, you know, was a boomerang and it came back around. So I, I'll be, I, I will admit it. I was very happy about it. I was, you know, and now as it's kind of happened, it's just like, you know, what is going on? And I think Derek, you know, just going by the track record and going some of the things, it, it starts with the questionable hire with the strength and conditioning coach, you know, and there has been just, you know, questionable after questionable after questionable. And yeah, man, it's just, it's insane. And I think a couple of weeks ago, I said that this is probably the worst coaching job in Jaguars history. Like the worst it's coaching going, experience. It's going to go down top three all time in NFL history. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'm saying top th- I'm saying top 3 because I don't know the first two. I'd have to do a lot of research, probably some research to find out, but I wouldn't be surprised if it ranks up there just yeah. because <laughs> of how bad he he looked on the sidelines, the antics, the the mind games with benching James Robinson or getting in a fight Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones been on some of the sorriest teams in the last 20 years. <laughs> With less wins than we got now. And he was always a model player, gave it his all. You got to give that 11, 10, 11 year vet, they put it all on the field. And you got him gassed up, Herbs. How you do that? How Eric, you get don't forget that my manner gassed up. Calling his coaches losers. That's another good one. Yeah. You calling your boy Charlie a loser? You calling, <laughs> uh, you know, Schottenheimer a loser? Uh, hey, man. I'm sorry. Peace. Bye. Poof. Be gone. If you're going down to Santa Fe Lake or wherever that is down by Gainesville to your little pond house until you get back to to Ohio or wherever it is you are. I mean, hey, you want us to, you know, make a call at the bar, see if they got a cot in the back for you to sleep at at that bar where you was at. Like we could do that for you. I bet you we could get on Twitter and, and, and hire some folks to help you move. Get the heck out of town, man. That's didn't where he buy there. a house? So, didn't he buy a house yeah, he there too, Here, yeah, he bought a house. Balky bought one in there too. They both need to go. Balky, oh, take, no, Balky need to go too. So that's just mm-hmm. where I'm at with it. Like I, I didn't like neither one of those hires from the beginning. I'm one of the few that can say, and it's not me picking on my 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 my, my friend and teammate here, JK3. I was one of the few that said I wasn't too excited about that hire. I definitely wasn't excited about the Balky hire. They both can go as far as I'm concerned because they don't know what the heck they're doing. We got all this, you know, $70 million in the cap, first-round draft pick quarterback, all those picks we had last year, and we got, what, two wins and a jacked-up football team to show for it. Yeah. No, and, no, and, no, and again, stand by. I, I, I own it. <laughs> no, no, I'm just – I, I'm just, I, I, I don't want, I want to make it seem like I'm picking at you, but – no, it, it, it's that. That's what happens, you know, and, and that's what happens, man. You 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 take a side, and I think that's one of the things that makes you know this such a you know a successful you know podcast for what it is, is that you know you take your side, you you stand your ground, and we're able to kind of debate on the points and things like that. And yeah, I was very excited about the Urban pick. I was excited about the opportunity to have Trevor and Urban. Um, and now I feel like we are. Back into the, 
I want to say, I feel like we're back in January of last year. We're in the same, we may be in a worse position, actually, just because of the narrative and what some of the things have, has happened here in Jacksonville and, you know, overall being the laughing stock of the, uh, of the NFL. Um, and I think we've hit, we've hit a new low. I, I really do as a, as a franchise, man, I, one in 15 is pretty bad. I think this is worse than going one in 15 last year. I really I do. I really think that this yeah. is this is really, you know, one of the worst teams, um, you know, and worst seasons. I, you know, I'll say worst seasons. I'll say well, this is one of the worst seasons, um, you know, as a Jaguar fan, because we were at the you know, there was so much, you know, uh, I would say hope with, you know, the Super Bowl coming around. All these rumblings about Urban Meyer and Shad meeting and, you know, Urban saying the right thing getting the performance, you know, uh, performance building and practice field kind of into his contract, saying all the right things to get things and get everybody kind of, you know, sold on, you know, being it. And it's just now it's just completely to the depths of hell. You know, you go from the highest of the highest to the lowest of lows. And now we've got to get start this whole train again on where we were all unanimous together for like the last week on as far as Jaguars fans goes the last week on him needing to go. It'll be like this for the next four weeks, you know, where we're all kind of together and band of brothers. And then come end of the season, everyone is going to be lobbying for who they want as the as the as the head coach. And we're going to be back to to square one as far as rebuilding, finding a new um GM, hopefully, and then just cascading down and cleaning house again. So this will be the second year in a row that we've had to actually clean house. Because if we do bring in a new GM, he's going to want to bring in his guys. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what's going to happen. And that's what should happen. Shad Khan, again, had the opportunity last year to get this right by cleaning house. He has got to clean house from from now on. It's got to go. Everyone has to leave. Like, you have to. There cannot be any remnants of a losing franchise or, excuse me, losing season. There can't be any remnants of this season from going next year. There just absolutely can't be that. This, this, this has been a stain and it has to go. Like you cannot keep anyone. I mean, maybe I'll take that back. The defensive coordinator. Um, what's his name? I can't Cullen Cullen. Cullen. Cullen? Yeah. Okay. With the exception of Cullen, I would understand if a new, um, you know, if a new GM did come in and a new head coach did come in, they want to bring their own people. I would understand Cullen being caught up in it. And having to, you know, be a part of the mass exodus as well. But you have to start at the top. And Shad has got to be a more engaging owner. Uh, he's got to bring in a GM. And Trevor has got to be a part of some of these hiring decisions and some of these meetings. I think the last couple of weeks, he has, you know, come up there and, you know, said some things and been a little bit more mature and been able to answer some of the questions. And so I think he's earned that right. Uh, since we're going to be building this franchise around him, hopefully to have to sit in on some of these calls or, or meetings or however they decide to do it. Yeah, let me uh, let me JK three get your insight because Derek and I are super angry that we were asleep when the announcement came out, <laughs> and we saw oh, that man. you were awake. So you were awake in the thick of it because you tweeted from the down by the bank account. I didn't see it till the next morning. Right? I think you put yeah. something in the group text actually, and then you tweeted. Um, yeah. 
what was that like? Because I so am I'm upset that I wasn't part. It sounds so weird, but that wasn't part of that whole thing on Twitter and what was going on as it happened. Was was it chaotic? Was there rejoicing I mean, on the Internet? Dude, you I will remember where I was on December 15th <laughs> or December. Yeah. December 15th. <laughs> when this happened. No, it was it was one. No, I mean, I'm. <laughs> I'm super serious. I, I, I mean, in my bed, just like everybody else was. And all of a sudden, my phone just starts, I mean, going berserk. And like yeah. my phone, when it when it vibrates on my nightstand, like it is something like it's loud. I mean, it was just going off, going off. And then I got a phone call saying, check Twitter. And really? I think, yeah. And I think the thing um, prior to that, so all the Lambo stuff was going off around dinner time right around like five yep that's right four four thirty five o'clock you know all the the lambo stuff was going on and then i think he did the the news put put something up around like nine or ten maybe like an actual video interview of it and i thought that all the stuff that was happening because the group chats that i'm in and, and you know twitter and stuff like that we're all going off and it was all happened to be about that Lambo thing. And so you read it once and you read it twice from different, you know, verbiage and you get the, you know, the gist of it. And I thought that that's what it would, would have been, would have been about. Um, and then I saw a couple of tweets, um, you know, from folks, uh, you know, like E. Dilla, um, you know, a couple other, you know, people, John Shipley, I think, uh, put something out there saying, you know, kind of saying that something may be coming in the works. Right. But who gets fired at 12.45 in the morning? 12.45 a.m. Like, I, I I saw that stuff. I saw that everything, like, around, like, 9 or 10 o'clock. And I was like, all right, 10 o'clock, nothing's going to happen. If anything's going to happen, it's going to be in the mo- tomorrow morning. No. 12.45. And I think Mia O'Brien and I know Brent Martineau had a space. Brent Martineau had a Twitter space last night. And there was, like, a 1,000 people in it. Like, Wow. Twelve forty-five a.m. A thousand people up there. Um, That's you funny. know, Rick. I mean, and then it was. It wasn't just the. It, and it was. I would say some. Some of the local media, like Baloo, was in it. Um, T Wig. Um, you know, from. You know, from. Uh, from. Uh, what, what's his? He has his podcast. I forget the name of it. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in it. Um, you know, Eric, we, we were a, asleep. We were asleep yeah, for all this, at, Derek. Yeah. And, and I was I up, man. I just could like, not believe it. I just terrible. could not believe that someone. <laughs> Gets fired at twelve forty five a.m. and you know that the twelve forty five when they and then the, I think they sent the statement out. So twelve forty five, if you work backwards, they had to be having this conversation like at eight nine o'clock in the, or nine o'clock p.m. in order for all this stuff to come out. You know what I mean? And it was it was insane, and it's actually kind of continued into today with you know some of the the the, the talkings and. Um, you know, getting everything out. And now that, you know, Bevel has, uh, you know, assumed the role of interim head coach, um, you know, it's just going to, there's a microscope on this team right now. And I think the national media and pretty much everyone has now a vested interest in the Jaguars to see how they, like how this even begins to correct itself. Mm hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It, two, two things. We could have two guesses on what took so long. Okay. First guess, which I would put 10 bucks on, is that Khan was on the phone with the attorneys trying to figure out with the Lambo story if he could use that to not pay him and work with the Players Association. Hmm. Bet, bet you that had, you know, I don't know. I, I had don't to. Know. Had to because yeah. we, we all know yeah. that Sean Khan is too cheap to fire somebody Far, in yeah. midseason. So, he, he could have been getting some legal consultation on what his options were. And, you know, they had to go over things over there on the yacht down in the river. Second thing, which is kind of crazy, but it wouldn't put it past me after all this stuff is apparently it's been leaked. It's been said multiple times when herbs left the bank at five o'clock, he turned the phone off. So maybe shot was like, Hey, this is herbs. Leave a message. Beep herbs shot, man. Hey, I need you to call me. Um, we got to do something here. This is not cool. He, he tried to uh, avoid getting fired by, by yeah, turning yeah. off the phone. That's real. Later. That's a thing. He had his phone off. Hey, yeah. Apparently, he turns his phone off when he leaves all the time. Hey, hey, herbs. I'm gonna have uh, my son uh, send you a DM from the uh, AEW account. I really need you to call me. I think that uh, we we might need to go in a different direction here. Uh, just just give me a call. I, I don't know. I'm just being silly here, but. I would, I know, I would Derek, definitely if you look up if you look up his social media stuff, he still has Jaguars head coach on like Instagram, Twitter. Like he hasn't updated any of that stuff even to right now. Because the phone's probably still off. He probably doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. Look, he doesn't look, look. know. Okay, shot, shot, <laughs> shot, shot. If his phone's off, shot's probably like calling his uh, administrative assistant. Hey, can you go into the emergency contact list and get uh Shelly's number? Uh let's let's call Shelly's phone to see if Herbs, Shot. Hey, 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 Sean, what you, you calling me on Shelly's phone? Yeah, your phone's off, man. I just want to let you know that we're no longer going to need your services on the team anymore uh, after you kick Lambo. Um, hey, we really appreciate everything you've done. And, How stupid uh, is this? Yeah, like, no, like, I'm sitting here thinking of the dumbest possible ways, like, why it took, you know, at 1245 or 1230 at night. But in, in being serious, it probably was because Sean was probably on the phone with some attorneys or his legal counsel trying to see what he could do. Hey, real quick, sense, one, one thing that I did read, I don't know if you guys saw this and if it's true, that apparently there was a, something that was implemented at midnight that night where teams with a losing record or something could interview coaching candidates earlier than usual. And so I read some speculation that the reason they pulled the trigger then is so that they would be in the queue to be able to start interviewing coaches sooner than later. So maybe that had something to do with it too, timings or I don't know. I mean, it just seemed coincidental. Very well. Yeah, no, well, very well. I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of interviewing coaches um, you know, during the season. I, I really don't think that they are um like if you if the because the people you want 
right now, you know, you, you want someone who's working, right? You don't want somebody just sitting at home right now, just ready to take a phone call. Your head coaches are scheming and planning. Uh, They got bigger fish to fry right now. You know, so everyone that if you're talking about the only person that you're talking to right now, and I don't know, I didn't fact check any of this before we hopped on the call or anything or before we hopped on the on the mic tonight or anything. But the the names that I keep hearing that people want are Byron Leftwich, who he is focusing on winning the NFC South this weekend against, you know, the, the Saints. So he and he is focusing on taking his team deep into the playoffs. Um, Doug Peterson. I don't know where Doug is right now. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he's got a job or if he's being a consultant or anything else like that. That's one of the names that I'm hearing right now who, who I'd be okay with Jim Caldwell. I'm not sure where he is right now or what he's up to or what he's doing. Um, and then you got McDaniels and McDaniels right now is, you know, uh, currently leading the AFC and you know, preparing themselves for it for a deep title run or a deep you know playoff run as well. You got the enemies you know, with a rookie quarterback too, by the with way. With the rookie so, quarterback, right? Yeah, so, just uh, I mean, the the guys that you want to interview are busy right now. <laughs> well, the um, for, first off, uh, the with the with the 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 interview process, whatever. If they go after a consultant, if they use you know. If he decides to retain Balky, which I hope to God that's not the case, but um, building a list, a short list, which he should have already had the short list ready. Uh, that's uh, that's the first thing is having that short list ready, so he doesn't have to think; he just reacts. But then, once you build that list, then vetting through it very carefully, making sure it would be a good fit, not only for you, the, the team, but yourself, the front office, and character. I don't know if there's a psychological test that you can have them take that maybe he should have had Urban Myers take, but uh, Urban Meyer take, but uh, definitely the, the character and, and all those guys you definitely just named um, JK three that we don't, there's no character issues that we know of mm-hmm. in any of the stops they've been at. So um, we, 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 you know, we, do, we dove in. I was talking to one of my, one of my good friends, a uh, long time Jack fan, huge football fan and very knowledgeable Mark, and he, we were talking about a, you know just a list, and and he he had some of the same candidates on there. But we'll, we'll you know, as we probably record another episode, we'll probably do one where we talk about future you know coaching candidates. But Peterson and Caldwell uh, were on the, on the top of his list as they are on mine, just because as much as we love Byron for his time here in Jacksonville, and he is a hot OC right now calling plays. Uh, I just think that we could use a dose of somebody that's been in the league a while and been in the trenches a while versus it's, someone up and coming. It's just, it's gotta know, take high. somebody, dude. It's, yeah. it's gotta take somebody that's going to be able to really come in, uh, establish a respected culture, uh, establish, you know, mm-hmm. how things are done the right way. And honestly, the urban thing has kind of, you know, it, we, we can't risk taking another first year head coach. Now, it would be Jacksonville's luck that if Byron goes somewhere and, you know, and and just is a wonder kid, is the next Sean McVay, you know, or anything else like that, you know, that would be the Jags' luck. But at right now, the risk is too much for the reward for us to continue to be in this area of just 
laughing stock. I mean, you know, just down in the dumps. And, you know, it's to the point now, man, where we're rebuilding again. And it's now we're looking forward to seeing who somebody else is going to come in. Now we're looking forward to, you know, what 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 we're going to do with the draft pick, you know, probably an, another top five draft pick, you know, for sure. Um, it, it's just this area of just purgatory that we're in. I mean, and it's not even purgatory. This is hell. This is like literally this just this area of just, you know, we've got to get up out of here, man. We have to. And it's going to take somebody that has done it before. It's going to take somebody that has, um, you know, respect, uh, someone that's going to bring a pedigree and a culture and someone that's been to the Super Bowl, which both Caldwell and uh, Peterson have been, you know, Peterson, um, you know, did win with the Eagles. But Caldwell, man, he took, you know, he, he had a winning record with the Lions. If you can win with the Lions, bro, you can win with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. No. The it's funny you mentioned that on that on that draft order. We're we're getting a little bit too ahead here. We still got four games left to go in the season. But the biggest needs, according to NFL.com for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year's upcoming draft, are offensive line, wide receiver, and cornerback. The the first two options I couldn't agree with more. Yeah. Um the third one, eh. We could use a, a, a safety, uh, especially strong safety, uh, if they're not going to play Cisco, you know, if they move Cisco to free or wh- whatever they decide to do. If yeah. they decide to keep Wingard, no, no. Um, but Or they could use another um, pass rusher. But it, it's, it's just so frustrating yeah. looking at where we've, where we've been and how far in the dumps we are as an organization. That's why I don't think the O.C., is is the OC train is going to work just because we need to have a respectable organization, like you said, JK3, one that it, it, you develop a culture, just like we talked about last week, culture of a fan base, mm-hmm. culture of a fan base that, although that was, we weren't related to that, had thousands of people on an online social media platform at 1 a.m. celebrating a coach getting fired. Okay. Let's think, and let's us think being about bummed that. out that we were asleep. <laughs> it's 1 a.m., okay? 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there's thousands. I don't know if I don't know how many thousands, but thousands of people online celebrating a coach getting fired. So kind of if that message were to get across his desk or on his phone to let you know that there are people in this town that love this team and we as season ticket holders, as ticket you know, buyers, as people that attend the games, that buy tickets for their kids, to take three hours out of their day to watch that product on the field, we deserve a better culture in that locker room and in that front office than what you're providing right now. That's my thing. That's how I look at it. You got hard-earned people, hard, you know, hard-working people here that spend their money, and this is the thanks we get. So – that's what he needs to really sit back and think about. In my opinion is bringing someone in here that can change the culture that can be respected. Yeah. We're not asking you to win the super bowl. We're asking you to go 500. Hell, you don't have to go 500. Just compete. I want to see the guys at the end. Hey, we want, we lost the game by a field goal. It bounced off the, you know, bounced off or the kicker slipped because it's raining outside. Those things happen. So what? We live on those things happen. But the I losing think, the fashion when we, we've been losing, no, we deserve better. 
And I think someone that's going to be a actual uh, a, a true schemer and that's going to be able to make adjustments at halftime and be mm -hmm. able to make make things you know happen. I think that's what's going to have to ha to happen. And 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 I do want a coach that is that is a micromanager. I want somebody that wants to know what's happening on every play, what the package is, what the formation is, what this person is doing. You know, that's that's the only way that, you know, that that we're going to be able to get better. I mean, it's got to be competition at every level, number one. So you need to start bringing in, you know, competition at every position um, to make sure that they're being pushed and that someone's being, you know, driven to be their best every day. And then I don't need any I need someone, again, that is going to come in. And it's going to establish that, hey, the losing is over. We're going to compete. Um, you know, sometimes, yeah, the ball bounces in, you know, uh, in, in the other team's favor, but it's going to bounce our way more. You know, I would much rather this team go out and compete and this team be, you know, maybe, you know, one or two plays away. And then the next next week, those one or two plays have been made and the adjustments have been made. And now we're moving on to becoming a better team, not a team that. You you bench your 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 best player, and then you come back the next week and you only give him six carries. Yeah, yeah. You I'll know? say this too. Yeah, the and that that's that was he was such a liar, man. He was such a liar. <laughs> Just lying his behind off, man. Like Pinocchio type stuff. Just kept lying. I'm glad he got swallowed up by that damn whale. <laughs> it's about damn time. <laughs> I got fired, man. Dang, just love, every time he would talk in a press conference, I'm like, that's a lie. That's a lie. He'd get on his radio show. Lie, lie. Hey, that might be half true. Uh, that's a, there's another lie. You know, yeah. it's like you could you could you could get you could get to the point where you became a human lie detector after hearing him talk. See a respectable organization. Question. Well, I have one question for you guys that I'm super curious if you have a fear of this. And JK3, I'll start with you. The the possibility that Bevel, let's say, wins out oh or my three and one, Bro. and God oh keeps God. him because we've seen that with uh, with Marone and um, you know Shaw gets all this uh, praise for being a patient guy and, and loyal yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Is there any possibility that if we do well, which of course we, we're fans, we want to do well, that's great. Uh, but do we kind of not want to do well to avoid that? <laughs> it's not, it's not that you kind of, okay. So we've already got the body we want. We've already got the sacrificial lamb for the season already. So if, if it happens, if Bevel, if, if Bevel, you know, if, if we beat the, the Texans and we beat the Jets um, and then, you know, lose, if we go two and two, right. Beat the, uh, beat the Texans, beat the Jets lose to the Patriots, lose to Indy at home or anything else like that, or whatever the combination is. This is only a four-game skid or a four-game, four you know, kind of sample size. But then you got to look back at what's been happening the past 13 games. Where was the offense? And I swear, I'm going I'm, I'm to be happy to see it because I'm a Jags fan and I love it, but – it, on Sunday against Houston, if they come out, man, and I, if I see some some different formations and some different stuff, and Trevor's throwing the ball all over the yard, and James Robinson gets the you know all the carries and everything, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna be so mad because it could have been happening all season long, and that's really and that really is going to show that if Urban was the hindrance or if Bevel was just 
you know, kind of being in this place and not being able to do this. I, I don't know, but it would be the typical Jaguars thing to do if he goes, you know, two and one or three and one. And in, in uh, yeah, we're just going to keep where Daryl and, and, and Shy will pull out something like Daryl has been very good. Blah, 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 blah. Bulky. <laughs> Trent has been great also. So we're going to keep them, bro. If that happens, man. Oh, my gosh. Derek, what would you do if that was the result? Would your excitement of everything that's transpired be immediately killed? I'm not talking. <laughs> okay. Not it seems a word. I mean, it seems unlikely, I would imagine, that that, I mean, words, I don't know. The words that want to come out of my mouth are, are not to be said or, or recorded if they retain Bevel and and some of the offensive staff and some no no Would we have to put Absolutely. an explicit rating on our podcast at a clean house no, bro I mean, no no i mean i'm thinking like drill a hole at the bottom of the yacht and watch it sink like <laughs> that type of stuff like just no. whoa no that's a threat. <laughs> no no that definitely would not do that but seriously though we cannot we cannot Keep some of the same people. You just learned that lesson. You just yeah. went through that. You just learned it. You, you just, just learned that, that you can't keep anybody. Yeah. You, you so, got to go, dude. Everyone yeah. has got to go. Like, you've yeah. got to go, man. Like, everybody's got to go. Start over. Get get a bomb and, 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 and like, blow it up and just start The only over, person, man. like I said, the only person that maybe, that maybe get a second look is Joe Cullen. Just because of the pedigree and how respected he is around the league, um, that's the only reason. Bevel, everyone else, Bulky, he doesn't have a good reputation around the league. Uh, Bevel uh, doesn't really have the best reputation around the league either. You know, he's just a guy. So, you know, at least two of those have got to go. And shot, you've got to bring in someone, man, that is going to really evaluate talent, someone that's not going to draft hurt players. And, you know, your rookies are coming in and having to do rehab and, you know, are all off on the training table the entire time during training camp. You've got to hide. You've got to scout. You've got to find players and you've got to get players in that are ready to go and ready to turn this thing around ASAP. Like, I hate it for the Jags right now. And I hate it because I am a Jags fan. Like, I love the Jags. This is this is my team. You know, I, I go to war every every time I go into work. You know, I have to defend my fanhood as, as far as the Jag, Jaguars fans go. And I hate it because I have to watch this team rebuild again and start back over again with some new stuff. And it's just this cycle of giving someone else time and letting things kind of mature and hoping for something and hoping if time heals all and everything else like that. No, I need an instant 180. I need someone that's going to be able to come in and knows what the heck they're doing from day one. Someone that doesn't need a learning curve, someone that knows how the NFL operates and knows what the the news cycle is for the NFL, knows, you know, the questions and knows the things and and able to stand up there and take some shots from the media and really be able to, you know, turn this thing around, recognize the the um, the 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 players that you have, recognize the strengths, recognize how we're going to get, you know, players, you know, to play to those strengths. And then someone that knows how to win some damn football games. Yeah. Win games, get innovative on offense, give the ball to the running back at least 20 times, our star running back, and basically not put your defense 
high and dry so they can actually perform well instead of being on the field for 45 minutes a game. And there's only 60 minutes in the game, so <laughs> there's, well, not, there's nothing else to talk about. It's just Herbs is gone, and let's win the next, this Sunday and then move on and be done with it, man. It's, it's Derek, beyond those things, I mean, even the, the simple things, like, you know, like we mentioned earlier, don't kick people, don't call people losers. I mean, you know, if we can get – that's the bare minimum. <laughs> if you can accomplish those psycho things, not doing those psycho things, then you'll be uh, – Okay. I can't even imagine. I wish I was like in the presence of you guys when that Lambo news came out. Cause I mean, it was, it's, it's already been weird all season, but when that came out, it was like, gosh, this is so weird. Well, she, if you such a, if you such a big shot, big timer, you should have done that to Josh Allen or miles Jack or somebody that would have knocked him out. That's what I would have <laughs> liked to have seen. It would have rushed him. You ain't gonna kick me while I'm sitting down there stretching. You, you must be crazy as all get out. I'm, I'm Why would you even right. do that yeah. though? What's the point of that? Like coaches, coaches, you get knocked out too. Like I'm not just gonna sit here and let you kick me. Like no, absolutely not. Have you heard like, of that, just, Derek? Though, like the coach is like their motivation tactic is to come up and kick you and talk trash to you. I mean, that's wild, right? It's it's so wild and just hey, he's gone. Con, get your attorneys, keep the money. All right, kick, send his butt back to Ohio so he can go dot the I. Okay, that's about all he's going to be good for. All right, he ain't going to get a TV deal, and uh, because you know questionable character issues, and just be done with it. It's over. Well, I think we uh, hit the main points there. Uh, I was excited to hear your guys' feedback on this because it's just been such a wild ride this season. Um, I think we'll uh, we'll probably leave it there. Um, any final thoughts, JK three on this situation, or maybe just a quick little final thought on the game this Sunday. I mean, obviously, obviously your guys' prediction is going to be a win, right? Absolutely. Oh yeah. I mean, they're going to win. They're going to win on Sunday. They're, they're going to yeah, win on okay. Sunday. They're wearing, they're wearing all teal. My favorite combination. They're, they're, they're going to win on Sunday. Yeah. That, and Derek, the, you know, I, Bevel, you know, our, our 20, uh, 2022, uh, head coach next season is going to be leading the charge. Right. So you're excited about that, getting that victory, Derek cementing his place as the permanent coach next year. <laughs> I mean, he could have more wins than Herbs had this season, so that is a possibility. But, n- n- yeah, just go go win the game. Who cares about draft position? It's going to be an uphill battle for them drafting anyway because you've got, like, three teams that have multiple picks in the first round. So don't even worry about draft positioning. Um, you just need to go win the game and get your quarterback co- a confidence level. That's more important than the draft position right now is getting and Trevor Lawrence's confidence. Another up. thing too um, about getting a competent coach and a coach that has a, you know that's respected free agency. Mm-hmm. Free agency 70, 70 mil. Yeah, free agency. Wow. You got to be able to. You got to be able to work free agency. You've got to be able to recruit players. You got to be able to establish some good stuff from the jump. And I hope Khan, you know, I, I hope he he makes that decision quick because. Uh, as soon as the Super Bowl is over with or whenever they make the hire or anything else like that, whenever it's done, this person, whoever the next coach is going to have to get to work like ASAP and starting getting, you know, players motivated and getting things going and setting a standard on on, on what he's going to look for. Okay. Well, good mm-hmm. thoughts there. I think I think one of you mentioned that season ticket renewals are coming up too. So that's pretty Oh, yeah, next week. Uh, I think it was either this week or next week they're going to start. Well, you mm-hmm. know that, you know, when you see that 63,000, Come 
I'm across that phone. Yeah, six, exactly. The 2000 is going to start coming across real soon. That's so funny. Um, all right. Well, we'll leave it there. Uh, appreciate everybody for listening. Um, and again, leave us a five-star review if you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on there or Google Podcasts or Spotify. Remember, if you have young children, tell them not to kick other people. We tell our four-year-old <laughs> that. Uh, apparently, that didn't come across for some adults in their childhood like Urban Meyer. But um, appreciate you listening. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys after the inevitable win versus the Texans. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.